Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my best friend, co-host, tag team partner, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing well. We are back in the studio, and we are... Don't laugh. This is a studio. Uh, it's just going to confuse people. They're going to think we're at the Mega 64 No, we're studio. at the studio. Wait until there's the cat. That's oh, how okay. you can tell we're a professional podcast. There we are. Uh, Brian's cat will be here shortly to uh, be loud as fuck right next to the microphone. Uh, just in honor of Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Uh, Angry his, Cat. His cat, Brian's, uh, for the rest of the show, Brian will be calling Grumpy Cat Angry Cat. Uh, Brian, what's the reason for that? The reason for that is I went to San Francisco last weekend. The moment they turned off the seatbelt light on the plane when I returned to San Diego, a woman stood up and was looking over the shoulder of her daughter or whatever and went, oh, is that Angry Cat? <laughs> I almost lost it. I almost laughed out loud. I I described it to Eric as I felt like I needed to vomit because she got it so wrong. Angry cat. <laughs> it's like uh, it's kind of like Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah. Flappy Bird. Flappy Cat. It's Flappy Cat. Hey guys, did you watch Raw with Flappy Cat? <laughs> Which is the title of this episode. Welcome, welcome to the Gum Show episode thirty six. Flappy Cat. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Brian, how was San Francisco? San Francisco was great. Uh, it was last weekend. I felt like I talked about it. Oh no, we didn't because we were doing the the countdown. Yeah, we, oh, were, man. we were counting down. Oh, I had I had a really good time. My buddy was getting married, and um, and I flew in on a on a Thursday or no Friday morning, and uh, that and um and what we did, <laughs> what I did was I basically um. The moment I got to San Francisco, I just uh, started pounding beer skis in my hotel room, like the like the Tiz Shizzers, uh-huh. our, our, our boys, um, <laughs> and um, and then uh, you know just had a really good time. Uh, the night of the wedding, after the wedding was over, uh-huh. uh, I was uh, part of the wedding, so I had a tuxedo. Uh-huh. Took that off. I had my clothes with me. Took that off. You know, got into my regular clothes, uh-huh. and um, I was walking home, mm-hmm. and apparently I said, "Okay." There's a Thai food place. Uh-huh. I better get Thai food. Right. I described it to my brother as I remember walking in. Uh-huh. I remember sitting down. Uh-huh. I don't remember eating. Uh-huh. I don't remember leaving. I don't remember walking to the hotel. <laughs> I I totally forgot about going to Thai food until I checked my bank statement and went, who bought Thai food on my credit card? <laughs> who? Oh, right. You did. Somebody, you thought somebody went, uh, I guess I'll just buy one meal on Brian's card. For one person, do you you don't know what you ordered? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was because I have a stand. I have like my standby Thai uh-huh. food, which is uh, Pad CU, which is the best one. And I'm pretty sure I got it with pork mm-hmm. or chicken, mm-hmm. um, because those are the choices I normally go for. I think this time I got chicken because I remember you saying I like Thai food that you like Thai food with chicken. I do. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try what Eric wants. I don't remember. I think I got spring rolls uh-huh. because Patsy, you on its own uh-huh. is like maybe ten dollars. Maybe, yeah. Um, my bill was like twenty five. <laughs> I hope you ordered more drinks. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> you must have. I had. I, I had to have because when I get drunk, mm-hmm. I get to a point where I'm like, well, the only thing I need now mm-hmm. is more drink. What level of spicy do you think you ordered at? I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm. Pr- I'm also positive I fell asleep while I was eating. Yep. Yep. So I, I, this is, this is what I walked in with a, a plastic bag that had tuxedo shoes <laughs> and my hoodie. And I sat there. I, I, I probably looked like a very, like, like I just became homeless. Like Dave Chappelle talks about, oh, like maybe it's your first day being homeless. That was what I looked like. Cause I looked like pretty well put together, but I had a bag with a jacket and shoes. <laughs> Well, so that was Brian's San Francisco trip. I just, I just went to Austin, and all I did was just kind of drink and hang out. So um, with Jordan, shout out, did, shout shouts out Jordan, Jordan from Rooster Teeth. I know you're listening to this. Rooster Teeth in general. I know you guys are all giant wrestling fans, especially you know? Griffin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jordan, who else? Uh, Carrie, 
huge wrestling fan. I know fan. Aaron. Miles, uh, Miles' girlfriend, Aaron, mm-hmm. all huge wrestling fans. Caitlin, uh, or yeah. Katie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the whole sales department, mm-hmm. uh, Meg, Meg, Chris, definitely Chris. Alan, definitely they're, all, they're all huge wrestling mm-hmm. fans. Guys, I know you listen to this every week. You know the best part about this is yeah. none of them are ever going to hear this. Yeah. Neither are the guys from Game Grumps, uh, Chris, <laughs> what you, yeah. a, 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 I think Alex, Todd, and uh, did I say Megan? <laughs> so Brian's giving names. Uh, I went to Austin. I hung out. I got a whole bunch of work done. It was really cool. It's always a good time going to Austin. Uh, it was cold as fuck, so that sucked. Uh, wrestling news, real quick. Uh, Alberto Del Rio and Ricardo Rodriguez showed up at the House of Hardcore in Philly. Hell yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Crowd went huge for him. I'm sure they did. Um... And then also, we were going to get PWG tickets. I was at a computer right at 8 o'clock. Tickets are $40. Mm-hmm. I said, I called Brian. I said, Brian, these tickets are 40 bucks. What do you want to do? And he's like, eh, let's, let's wait. And I said, that's a good idea. Let's, you know what? They're going to be here. The show's not until December 12th. Right. Uh, I went to work. My editor went, man, I didn't, be, I didn't get PWG tickets. And I went, ah, it's all right. You know, we didn't either. We'll get them soon. It's not a big deal. And he went, oh, no, they, they sold out. They're sold out. They sold out. They sold out. And I went, oh, all right, well, fuck. Yeah. So I guess we're not going to PWG in December. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, darn. But that's okay, because uh, honestly, 40 bucks in a drive up to Reseda. I don't want to go to Reseda, but man, I want to go to PWG. Yeah. I just want to go to Reseda. I know. It, like, I just remember back in the day, it was what, 10, 15? It was... I mean, maybe fifteen. Twelve at the door. Yeah. If you if you showed up early, uh-huh. and then like if it was later, it was like fifteen. Yeah, something like that. And, and like, and it, yeah, I mean that that was cool, and it was in a Jewish community center. Now it's like they can charge forty. Man, think about how much money they're making off that. They must. Wow. Because what if they, the tickets sell out? Front row tickets are fifty five, mm-hmm. and uh, forty dollars for general admission. And they seat what like two hundred? Uh, probably more. Probably something like that. Two or three hundred. It's pretty people? crazy. That's pretty I, nuts, man. Yeah. That'd good, be cool if they got a good for them. Arena. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. Hey, if you guys know anybody on the inside of PWG, tell them about this, yeah. uh, this hey, podcast. Yeah. Hey, someone, someone email Top Gun Tallware or Disco Machine. Yeah. And see what they think about our ideas. Let uh, let Quicksilver know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> say yo, what up? Uh, call Hook Bombery and call Ronan and let them know about these ideas that we have. Yeah. Tell Super Dragon uh-huh. uh, Curb Stomp or whatever it was called. Super Dragon Curb Stomp. <laughs> What was the name of There the you movie? go. Uh, curb Stomp. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, there you have it. So, that is our PWG discussion. <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys liked last week's episode. It was another watching with the go-home show. Those are always fun. Yeah. Um, we always have a good time. Brian lives in the loudest apartment with airplanes, people below us, and a fucking cat. Don't yeah. Shut up. I'm going to throw your cat like a football at the airplanes. Uh, uh, you can throw far then, man. You're like Peyton Manning. I am. I'm like the Peyton Manning of throwing your fucking cat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tyson Kidd would not be happy. No, Tyson Kidd would not be happy, but that will bring us right into actual wrestling talk because we got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. Uh, let's get right into NXT. Uh, we had a video package of uh, Hideo Itami and the Ascension with the debut of Finn Balor. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Balor comes out to an awesome reaction. Uh, he does the entrance and everything and says that he is the future of uh, NXT. Uh, Tyson Kidd comes out and uh, with his wife Natalia and said that... Uh, he that Balor lacks respect, and then out comes Justin Gabriel to chance of who are you? Uh, and he says, "There's always some new hot kid who comes in here and hasn't proven himself." What is this? I don't know, Justin Gabriel. I'm not really sure what this is. Yeah. I'm not really sure what you're doing out here. Me neither. Um, so they go to attack Balor, but then guess what? Hideo Tommy comes out. They need to cut that. That's that song is sick, except for the beginning. If if hey, if they cut. That stupid little Japanese part. Yeah, if it started on that, that'd be fucking yeah. sick. Hey, I know he's Japanese. You don't have to shove it down my fucking throat on his theme song. I, I swear to God, I know that he's Japanese. Look I, at him. I promise. I promise I know he's Japanese. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to fucking harp on it. Hopefully they ditch it. Um, I would, I would hope on. so. Yeah. Uh, so we get Finn Balor and Hideo Itami against Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel. I like this match. Me too. Um, I thought NXT was fucking incredible hey, this week. It I was. thought, I thought they fucking hit it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, what a great show. Absolutely. I watched it in an airport. Damn. I thought it was fucking awesome. I really liked in this uh, in this time, I know last week I was, uh, or a couple episodes ago, I, I kind of harped on, um, Albert for, you know, his commentating, yep. but it's like, 
well, who knows better about ja- like yep. the Japanese wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's going on right now. Yep. So his input was actually really cool because, you know, for some of the people watching NXT who don't necessarily keep up with all the Japanese stuff, he yep. actually had a lot of really good input on like the structure and the respect and like how it works over there. So more of that. Yep. More thought, of that. I thought Albert. that was really cool. Had some really cool spots in this match. Yeah. A lot of kicks, a lot mm-hmm. of like diving on people. I thought Balor did the real like the the Sami Zayn kind of like flip over dive, but he does that European style where it's like the real long look before you tuck and go God, all the way over. I love. I know, but it looks so good. It, so scary. It makes it look so much better. Oh yeah. Um, the end comes where uh, Balor double foot stomps uh, uh, Justin Gabriel for the win. And uh, that's it. What did you think of the match? I thought it was great. Is that his finish normally, a double foot stomp? Uh, no. He used something called Bloody Sunday. Okay. It's a, um, almost like a suplex. You get, it's a it's a front face lock like a suplex, but instead of the arm, imagine a, a suplex position, mm-hmm. the three quarters face lock, mm-hmm. and then instead of putting the arm over your head like you're going to suplex the other guy, you keep the arm in front, and then you lift for a suplex, and you come down like a brain buster. Oh, shit. It was pretty cool. That's pretty sick. It was called, uh, it was called Bloody Sunday. That's it's, a good I, name. Sorry. So, yeah, well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, really cool. Man, really enjoyed this match. Uh, then we get the uh, Sami Zayn backstage interview where he says that Neville's a great champion uh, and he's on a road to redemption. Yep. Any notes on that? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. Alexa Bliss with Sasha uh, against Sasha Banks. Uh, what would you think of this match? Uh, man, uh, what happened to Alexa Bliss? Uh, like She got bloodied. She got fucked up. Yeah, which I thought was awesome oh, it looked really cool and they were trying to get like wide shots so you didn't see the blood because there I was a looked, lot of blood there was it looked really cool um she might have broken her nose I, f- I feel like with the amount of blood coming out there was a lot there that was quite a bit of blood and like the best part i thought was Sasha banks at the end of the match yep oh are you hurt yep. oh, i thought she, it was so cool uh she's move, boss. move of the match i think everyone would agree the the float over into the uh sunset flip power bomb yeah uh Everyone's like, oh, I just saw it all over the internet. Whoa, cool move by Alexa Bliss. This looked great by Alexa Bliss. That was like 100% Sasha Banks and looked fucking oh, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Sasha took that bump so well. Man, I mean, we, we're on this podcast every week talking about Sasha Banks. Yeah. Holy shit, she is incredible. I thought she is so good. Like, the amount she's grown on the, mi- on the mic, in the ring, everything, she's becoming really one of the best like divas in NXT. Yep. Yeah, I agree. In WWE. Yep, and uh, she wins with the bank statement. On Bliss, and uh, then she gets on the microphone. She sounds exhausted <laughs> and says she wants a shot at the women's championship. That's it. Where's Charlotte been? I don't know. I'm I'm really not sure. Yeah, I Hopefully feel like she's she hasn't shown up much. Yeah. Next, we get Adrian Neville backstage saying Sammy can't win the big one. That's more build up for the main, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Lucha Dragons against Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. Uh, this is a non-title match, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake and Murphy come out and have a cool entrance in the worst fucking song. Oh my god! That dubstepy, like it just sounds like the most generic dubstep song. Yeah. But I love their like, like the hook thing, yeah. and then it like yeah, fuck. They just have like so much energy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Um, my favorite move in this match is that it. I think it's. I think it's Buddy Murphy keeps doing that. Uh, that catch. Hold on and like running suplex. Yeah, fuck, dude, that looks so good. Mm-hmm. These guys hit so many double team moves; they look awesome. Th- this, They're so good together. And this is why NXT's tag team division is so good. Yep, well, because it's... because they have four tag teams, but they're all really good. Yeah, WWE just has four kind of have tag teams. Mm. There you have it. Hey, which we'll get to when we get to Raw, man. They're, they're all in the title all, match. All in the title match. Every fucking tag <laughs> Every team. tag team. Uh, the end of this match, uh, Blake accidentally uh, throws Sin Cara into uh, Buddy Murphy, and then Kalisto hits a flip and lands on Murphy on the outside. Sin Cara rolls up Blake and then hits a Swanton Bomb. Uh, he does that. The roll-up yeah. power bomb, which always looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then a Swanton Bomb. Lucha Dragons win. Then the villains cut a promo backstage about the Lucha Dragons saying they're going to be the... Uh, they are the number one contenders, and they will be the next tag champs. Yeah. Hey, two two notes. Mm-hmm. That fucking second rope corkscrew dive to uh, the outside by Kalisto. Did you did you rewind that and watch it ten times too? Oh, oh absolutely. Because yep. I when I saw it, I went, I don't. What did I just see? Yep. I don't know what I just saw. Yep. I've been watching wrestling my entire life. I don't know what I just saw. Uh huh. And then, hey man, Gosh needs to talk more. I I agree. He he is like. 
he plays that part so well and in such a great way mm-hmm. that like, and, and I like how um uh, I always forget his name um the other in guy English? in English uh-huh. I love how he's dialed it back a little bit and gone to a deeper voice yeah rather than what he was doing when we first started I, watching it I agree but yeah especially Gotch man he pulled off a great promo so yep. uh, speaking of moves that I've never fucking seen before mm-hmm. uh. Real quick, yeah, we were talking. We want to talk about Lucha Underground. If you guys haven't seen Lucha Underground on the LRA Network, uh, it's only an hour long. It's so like forty two minutes without commercials. Fun matches that are pretty short. Yeah, there was a main event that was so fucking awesome. People are saying like, "Oh, match of the year, match of the year." I don't think, and I think Brian agrees with me. It's not match of the year. No, it, it's not. But what you see in this match are some of the most incredible moves I think I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Yeah, I've never seen anything like them. It's uh. Drago, I think it's Drago, Drago, versus, um... Pentagon? Yeah, versus Phoenix. Right. So it's a, it's a three-way, it's a three-way dance. And, uh, holy fucking shit, there's a point in this match where Phoenix goes for, it, he just jumps and gets, like, pushed up, Mm -hmm. and flips forward, it's like a Dragon Rana, so like a flipping... Mm -hmm. Into a hurricanrana, right? But not not off a springboard, just off like a jump from the air. It's fucking incredible. I've never seen mm-hmm. anything like it. I was so shocked. It, man, really. If you're sleeping on Lucha Underground, please go check it out. I, it's I haven't seen anything that impressive since like the Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero match at Halloween Havoc mm-hmm. where you're just like how did you just yep. come up with you this? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um it, and I don't want to overstate anything or mm-hmm. whatever because I don't think Lucha Underground is going to be something that's going to be like a mainstay and an incredible thing. I really enjoy it and everything, but right. that that match to me is like when Loki and Amazing Red wrestled uh, in like ROH's first show and they put on that uh there's that segment where it's like Matrix dodges and then Loki trying to stomp on Amazing Red and it's all like these like it's just dodging and choreographed and everything. Right. But you've never seen anything like it in wrestling, so it's like the coolest shit you've ever seen. Right. That's what this reminded me of. That's cool. Yeah. I've never seen that match. Uh you have. Oh I have? Yeah. We oh. watched it on DVD. Oh damn. Yep. Long damn. time ago. It's been a while. It's been oh, a long, you know long time what? ago. I remember that. Yep, yep. So it's fucking crazy. Damn, yeah. I I really recommend everyone check out Lucha Underground. It's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Um, Now we get the NXT Championship match. Mm Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn against Adrian Neville. Um, I like this match. Zayn is in control and control and control, and then Neville has weathered the storm and is totally in control of this match. Absolutely. Uh, They mentioned that in commentary, and I thought that was a very cool piece of commentary adrian neville weathered the storm like he's made it through the like what he had to for it's like oh fuck that's so cool this was a great match um uh, like because it was not just physicality and great wrestling Mm -hmm. but great ring psychology and great ring storytelling yep uh really enjoyed all the spots in this match a lot of back and forth i don't know how other people felt but i really like the end i love Uh, the end sammy zane getting he's Momentum, 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 momentum. When he starts rolling, you can't stop him. Neville goes for the red arrow. Mm-hmm. Zane rolls out of the way. Neville's clutching his knee. He's hurt. The ref is so over the top with like putting up the X yeah. like, to the camera. I thought that was kind of cheesy. But Sami Zayn goes over and he's like checking on his friend. And the whole time I'm going, Neville's going to roll him up. Yeah. Neville's going to roll him up. And Neville rolled him up. And then it was just Sami Zayn sitting there after losing one, two, three. Neville pats him on the back and just goes, sorry. Gotta do what you gotta do to be champion. Like, I love it. I thought, I love that gray area of heel face. I can't fault the champion for wanting to keep the championship. Yeah. It's not like he's doing it. It didn't seem like he faked the injury. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the story or whatever. Is like he really got hurt and it's not like he faked the injury. He just... He retained the championship. Yeah, and that's I, all that matters at the I, end of I, the day. And I can't fault him at all. Uh, the crowd is furious. 
I loved it. Good. I love how mad the crowd was. When you get a genuine reaction like that yep. from the crowd, you have done your job yep. as a wrestler. Yep. And, yep. and this is, I mean, did you really want Sami Zayn to win here? Or did you want him to win at whatever the next yeah, I, j- takeover three? You want you want Sami Zayn to win. Yeah. That, that's all it is. You yeah. want him to win. You want him to win. And he's just, oh, he's so, he's close. He keeps losing and it's like it's not his fault. Mm-mm. And so you keep hanging on to this character he has to be the underdog. Like, that's what his character is. Yeah. So, he, I don't know. Even though he puts on a great show and he isn't, like, the underdog like Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or, you know, early HBK. Yep. But he is definitely, like, just can't get there. Yep. Just can't get there. When he gets it, it's going to be such a good feeling for everyone yep. watching. It's going to be awesome. And this is why NXT is telling the best stories yep. in the WWE universe. I absolutely agree. Uh, let's move on to Raw. Absolutely. Uh, Raw starring uh, Flappy Cat. Uh, Flappy Cat's on Raw tonight. <laughs> the Authority comes out with their Survivor Series team, uh, it, cutting a promo essentially saying, we rule and Cena sucks. Uh, they're gonna, there's going to be a contract signing main event. Uh, okay. I hate contract signing. <laughs> Me too! Ryback interrupts. He wants to be fed more. Uh, the crowd fucking loves Ryback. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I really liked in this segment is when the Authority showed... Uh, Ryback, old Cena footage of him making fun of Ryback last year. <laughs> what was that? Like, hey, let's remember last year, and it's not before WrestleMania. Nah. Like, it's not like, hey, hey, this is Undertaker, and this is last nope. year. It's like, is Ryback and John Cena before, like, no way out. <laughs> yep. That, they had a feud. And so it's like, I, I just liked it because it just seemed like the authority pulling out all the stops mm-hmm. to get what they want. Which is to win. Also, cover your ears for a second. SmackDown spoiler. If you don't want to hear the SmackDown spoiler, plug your ears for the next, let's say, 10 seconds starting now. Triple H announced on SmackDown that there's another stipulation that if John Cena's team loses, they're all fired. So that's the other stipulation in this. And you're back. (laughs) Guarantee no one plug their ears. Because no one gives a fuck about SmackDown. I just, like, uh, we'll discuss this next week, but man, I just don't understand, like, yeah, we're, yeah. (laughs) Uh, After seeing footage of Ryback being called a whiner, Ryback leaves. Ryback, you whiner. Um, Triple H says that Cena's team will be decimated, uh, figuratively and literally. Uh, He says, Harper, you're out here now against Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler comes down, and right before the match starts, they say, this is for the Intercontinental Championship, which is news to Dolph. And then, right before the match starts, MNN, they jump Ziggler. No. And then, Dolph Dolph Ziggler gets hit in the head by uh, Rollins' briefcase. No. Ziggler does not get up for a very long time. No, he doesn't. And And then tells the ref, start the match, start the match, start the match, and then eats the biggest boot. Jesus Christ. Mm hmm Running big boot, there's a sit-out powerbomb, and mm-hmm. they're both kicked out of. Good spots, great yeah. crowd at the beginning of this match. Yeah. I thought they were red hot for this. Um, Discus Lariat, one, two, three. New Intercontinental Champion Luke Harper. He he has the third highest position in the hierarchy yep. Yep. of the WWE right now. Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about him getting pushed to the moon like he should get a push. Yep. Fuck. Crazy. That makes me so happy. Yep. Because Luke Harper is going to be an awesome IC champ. He puts on cool big man matches. Yeah. Because he doesn't just wrestle like slow and shitty Mm-mm. and boring, Mm-mm. like lumbering. Mm-mm. He's he's fast. He's high impact. He can dive. He's he's deceptively agile for a big guy. Yeah. Um. I've liked him for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, since the indies, I've been a really big fan. So seeing him win this was like, holy fucking shit, I can't believe, I cannot believe he won. Yeah, I, once again, I've said this before on the show, I need to like stay off of Tumblr and shit because I saw a gif of him holding the title before I was able to actually watch yeah. it. And I'm like, man, that would have been a really cool surprise. Oh, I had no idea. And it was like, I was fucking shocked. Yeah. I didn't want Ziggler to lose the title. Yeah. But- I wanted Harper to win. Yeah, that's... When I saw that, I'm like, hell yeah. Fuck. Yep. That would have been cool to see live. Yep. But whatever. And then uh, there's a post-match beatdown on Dolph. Right when uh, right when Rollins hits the curb stomp, 
And you just hear, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so, like, it's weird and cool. Yeah. And, oh, it's so fucking exciting. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb, hey, Jeff Daniels, I know you're listening to this. What's wrong? Brian. Do you want to say hi to Jim Carrey? Uh, hey, Jim Carrey. Uh, you were really cool back in the day, uh-huh. but you fucking up like crazy. Jim Carrey, disregard that comment. No, man. <laughs> Take it to heart. <laughs> like, just, just. I know you're listening to this. Uh-huh. Just take it to heart. They got the, I think the Fairley Brothers directed this movie too. They directed the first one, they're directing the second, but it just looks like fucking shit. It, it. I think the Fairley Brothers are guys who were like really good at directing 90s movies. Yeah. And, and now it's 2014. It, uh, let's talk about wrestling. Okay. <laughs> um, Brian, don't worry. All right. Here's, here's the next uh, wrestling segment that we have. Miz and Mizdow are backstage with uh, Angry Cat. Uh, uh, Flappy Cat. Miz, Miz says, Flappy Cat, I want to be in a movie with you. Uh, people boo the shit out of the cat. I thought this was a funny segment. I I thought it was dumb and long-winded until the Miz came back. He left and then came back and he went, I'm actually a really big fan, and then kissed the he cat kissed on the, the cheek. <laughs> he kissed the cat on the cheek. The Miz kissed a retarded cat on Monday Night Raw. That is a real sentence. That is... I apologize for using that word, but that is... The cat is... The cat is stunted in growth. Yeah, it has a fucked up jaw. And, and the, that and the Miz kissed it. Gave a little really big fan. Good job, Miz. Um, Adam Rose and Tyson Kidd uh, to a chorus of nothing. The crowd is checked out of it for the rest of the night. They are checked out. They and it sucks because what a great match for Kid. Yep, but. It had to do with Adam Rose, and nobody gives a fuck. Yep. Uh, the bunny flirts with Natalia. There's a sharpshooter. The uh, Adam Rose wants help from the rabbit. The rabbit's no dice, not helping him out. Uh, Adam Rose goes to clothesline the rabbit. The rabbit ducks the clothesline, and then um, and then uh, humps Adam Rose. Yeah. So. And then walks up the ramp, and then air humps a bunch of times. <laughs> because that's what rabbits. So we get a Bray Wyatt promo next. Um, I really like this promo mm-hmm. a lot. I thought yeah. it was really good. I thought he laid everything out really well, and then Dean Ambrose interrupted yeah. and started cutting his own promo, and then said, I recorded this, and then they fought. I love that they let Bray Wyatt do in-ring promos. He, that's all he should be doing. He shouldn't be on the Titan Tron. I, I mean, you, it's, you lose interest when it's on the Titan Tron. Especially because they shot it so well this time. Uh-huh. They had somebody down. Uh, they took a wide shot, and you could see somebody holding a uh, like a key light yep. on the Bray Wyatt. Yep. Like they had the Titan Tron with all of the fireflies, yep. and people still put the phone, like. That's a way to get somebody over. Yep. It's it's he should only be doing live promos. He shouldn't be doing backstage. Right. That's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like WWE definitely listened to us last week. Thank you. Because, or the week before. Well, they probably listened last week also. But the week before, we said the same thing. We said he should be out in the ring doing these. And then he was. So thank so you. Then, so we know they're yeah. listening. This hey, is how we know. Hey, Vince McMahon, uh, let us know what you thought about watching with the Go Home Show episode two, a.k.a. Wrestle Party episode two. Um, next we get Ryback versus Cesaro. Uh, what did you think of this match? I... Was really excited for it, uh-huh. and uh, I don't know if Ryback has ring rust. Okay, so here's what I wrote. There's a uh, Ryback's in control, then Cesaro hits the Exploder Suplex. JBL is great on commentary through most of this match. Yeah, through the whole night, actually. Uh, Cesaro hits a powerbomb, and then it just became this gruelingly slow match, and it yeah it hit for me. Why? Ryback is a tag team wrestler. Ryback is like uh, Reigns. Huh. Where they're very charismatic, but they're ha- they're hot tag guys. Yeah, because they come in a clean house. Yep, exactly. Those are hot tag guys. Hmm. Uh, they they're not doing enough fast paced offense. They're wrestling a really slow style, and it's not very. I understand not everything has to be flips and crazy like fly right. by the seat of your pants, holy shit, crazy nut shit. Right. But when it's chin lock after chin lock after chin lock. After chin lock, yeah, I mean, to toss to the outside, you you, to... you either need to cut five minutes off this match, yeah, or have a completely different move set because you can't. Yeah. You have to build to being tired. 
you can't be tired within like the first three minutes. And yeah. and that's that's what these were. They were rest holds. And uh, it, it's really exhausting. Uh, after I wrote Ryback as a tag team wrestler, then the match picks up. The end of this match was so fucking good. Yeah. The majority of this match is slow. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of a bummer because it made me realize, yeah, like maybe Ryback's not this powerhouse guy. He's definitely a tag guy. He should be in shorter matches. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a triple threat wrestler. He's, he's not really the, the guy. He and Cesaro put on fucking awesome spots here. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro hits rolling German suplexes. Man. Then he hits an elbow drop. There's a gorilla press slam by Ryback, which I fucking love. I love gorilla press slams. Mm-hmm. That up over your head into the catch power slam type thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's so cool. Uppercut city by Damn. Cesaro. Slamming him. He even throws him up for Swiss death. He it the big uppercuts and then tosses him up and catches Ryback on the way down. I thought, I'm like, Ryback's not going to lose. But it, fuck, that looked cool. It looked good as fuck. Uh, he, Cesaro goes for the neutralizer. It gets reversed in a shell shock. One, two, three. Awesome end of this match. Yeah. If if nothing else, watch the end of this match and go, holy shit, that yeah. was fucking cool. I, I My favorite spot of the match was Cesaro doing a top rope elbow drop. Yeah, the elbow drop, because you know what? He doesn't do it from the turnbuckle. He walks a step out onto the rope. Oh, he does? Yep. I didn't pay attention to that. Yes, he walks a step out onto the rope and then does it, and it just gives it huh. enough flair where you go, that was fucking dope. Yeah. And he fucking sailed. Yeah. He got really far. Well, that's what I've always... One of my favorite moves of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, Macho Man's elbow drop. Yep. But I always loved, more than anything, was when HBK would get up to the top rope yep. and do that huge elbow drop yep. where when he's coming the, down... He the arm was elbow. out, he hit it, He hit the elbow. Yep. Uh, that, to me, is why I love wrestling. It's the little yep. things like that, the mm-hmm. twist to the move. And Cesaro walking out to the rope, that's why I think it stood out to me yep. so much. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's very cool. Yeah. Incredibly agile. Uh, Cena was was scouting this match, and then <laughs> Cena cuts a promo about Ryback being on Team Ryback. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Rusev versus Heath Slater. There's a Lana promo, and then Slater interrupts uh, to a chorus of nothing. Um, there's a fucked up USA chant, uh, and then the accolade. Any other notes from that match? Who cares? There you have We're it. Back to regular scheduled programming with that. Uh, uh, Miz and Miz Dower with Angry Cat again. Uh, they say like, okay, you don't want to be in a movie. That's fine. But there can be, you know, he's still got the stunt cat. Uh, but then Eric Rowan comes in and says, I want the cat. And then he takes, uh, the cat. And then, uh, it is the, my note Uh is I'm in hell. (laughs) It is the slowest zoom into the cat. Mm -hmm. Who's falling asleep. Zoom out. Uh huh. Pan over to Miz and Miz I hold. We're not done. <laughs> hold. I wrote, I'm in hell. This is what it feels like to be in hell. <laughs> People who don't, who aren't really sure about how they're directing these segments, directing these segments. That felt like a college broadcast. Especially because it looked like this entire set was inside of a couch cushion fort. Yes. It did look like a couch cushion fort. I was just sitting there going, I mean, did they, is this pre-recorded? Did they go, because, I mean, did they bring the cat to the arena or did they go to the cat owner's house? I don't know. They, but they showed it live because the cat was watching a match at one point. What's wrong? The cat was in its, in its, uh, was in its pillow fortress. Yeah. And in, in its pillow fortress that it made with his little brother. Yeah. And they kept calling her a he. Yeah. That was my favorite Well, part. it's okay. Michael Cole called it Grumpy the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> like, like this next week's guest host is larry the cable guy is it the larry the cable guy like what are we doing but you know what i people like boo this people and don't people booed the cat I, people booed a retarded cat i pe- there was a retarded cat and people booed it i don't i hey you know what they're trying they're doing shit they're they're trying to put stuff in there that's popular sure they're a year behind uh-huh. but like Fuck it, who cares? At least they're doing different shit. It's On Twitter, they tweeted, it's Meme Day Night Raw. Meme Day Night Raw. I love that Grumpy Cat just tweeted out that this is going to be terrible. <laughs> well, Grumpy Cat, you were right in many different ways. <laughs> Grumpy Cat 
should review more Raws. Oh my yeah. god, she should. Hey, we're actually joined in studio now by Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat, what do you think about that? Ooh, just looking at us real grumpy. Oh, wow. Oh, hang on. Brian's zooming in on the cat. Hold. We're holding. Okay. Brian's zooming out of the cat right now. Oh, Brian's panning. Oh, nope. Still zooming out. Brian's panning over to me. Okay, we're holding. Okay, we're zooming in on me slightly. Oh, no, we're zooming back in on the cat. (laughs) Who was holding the cat in this segment? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Why were we doing this? Why did we do this? Why did we have a meme cat? Uh, Why was there a meme cat? John Cena didn't even give it an attitude adjustment. What uh, the fuck ever. Still a flappy cat. Okay, so here's the thing. Eric Rowan steals a toy cat and leaves. This plays into the show later, and we'll come back to it. I have a lot of issues here. Next, Big Show comes out. Stephanie interrupts. Uh, She says she's going to make Big Show a deal about uh, being on team authority. Uh, He turns it down. Sheamus, unprovoked, comes out, and he says, I don't like your deal either. That's fine. No one is offering it to you. Uh, Stephanie makes uh, makes it sound like she's going to deport Sheamus. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I'm personally okay with this. Do it. Please. Okay. Also, we have a new number one contender. Uh, Sheamus versus Big Show is made. Mm-hmm. The winner of the match is number one contender or gets a title shot at Brock Lesnar. At some point, maybe. Yeah. Winner gets a title shot. Uh, it, the fight ends where Rusev and Henry interrupt and uh, beat the shit out of Sheamus and Big Show. Sheamus is hit first, so he technically gets the win. Right. So Sheamus is the number one contender. Yeah. So is John- This is never mentioned again. Uh-huh. No one is talking about it. Why the stipulation was added, I'm not sure. Why? Question number two. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Ready? This might be question number one. Uh-huh. Here's my question. These guys are on John Cena's team, right? Uh-huh. Where the fuck was John Cena? Storyline wise, this makes no sense. None. This other Where was John Cena to protect Dolph Ziggler when Dolph Ziggler got destroyed by four people? Yeah. Where was John Cena when Big Show and Sheamus got jumped and Sheamus got World Strongest slammed through a table? Where was he? They're supposed to be on his team. So, John Cena, great team captain. There you have it. Uh, any notes from that match? I I just thought... It, no. There you have it. Uh, next, we have AJ. Just kidding, it's Bree. Uh, versus Nikki in an exhibition match. Uh, I like... Bree look... I don't want to be... Like... Crude. Uh-huh. Brie looked so hot, <laughs> it was crazy. She looked better as AJ than AJ does as AJ. Yeah. That's it. That's it, I just, I apologize for saying uh, something like that, but... It's true. God, like, man, it worked. AJ mode. AJ, AJ mode. AJ mode. Was that good? Yeah. Wop, 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 wop. The worst part about her being a personal assistant is that I don't get to hear that theme song. <laughs> the worst part about her being a personal assistant is that they've really stuck with it for this fucking month. Like, who gives... Four, hey, 14 more days. Who gives a shit? No, only eight. Now, the time of this recording, seven, mm-hmm. but the time you're listening to this, if you're listening on Wednesday, six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, on main event, it comes to a head. There you have it. Uh, if this is an exhibition match, AJ Lee comes down and she's on commentary. Uh, this match was funny just for Nikki's beating up Bree and whatever, but then Bree throws that back elbow and Nikki's like, did you just hit me? Don't do that. And then starts like slapping her or whatever. Yeah. And then AJ interrupts and uh, Bree gets the roll-up win on Nikki. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. Uh, Nikki... Starts attacking Brie after the match. She's very mad. And then AJ stops Nikki from attacking Brie. Lays her out with a Shining Wizard. And then uh, 
Bree starts chanting yes, and then she gets attacked by AJ as well. <laughs> AJ has no friends. Nope. And there are no survivors. Uh, any notes? That's that's about all. <laughs> Big E has a New Day promo. Oh. Uh, I've been waiting for that for two weeks because it's... Uh, I knew his sermon thing or whatever. Yeah. He was doing that for a little while right before he kind of like wasn't on TV anymore. Yeah. I'm excited to see what New Day is going to be about, but um, instead of what my theory was, it just looks like it might be kind of racist. And honestly... It looks like the New Day font is a SmackDown font. And, it does. And I'm really worried that it's just going to be a lead up to that SmackDown is moving to Thursday nights in I January. I didn't even think about that. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. You're right. No, uh, it no. can't be. It can't It, it can't be. It can't be, but, but, but God damn it, it might be. It might be. I hope I'm wrong, <laughs> but God. Oh, damn. you might be right. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so look out for that. Damn. Okay, we get a Cena Ryback promo, and Cena says, like, hey, big guy, you're selfish. And Ryback just goes, all right, bye. That's it. See ya. Yeah. Oh, I see. You you just came back to WWE, and you don't want to take any chances. All right. Hey, man, three of your fucking teammates got destroyed earlier. Where where were you? (laughs) Maybe you should focus on what you got instead of what you have to pursue. Like, really bizarre. Like, really, really bizarre. Uh, we get the Usos and Los Matadores against Dusty Rhodes and Miz and Mizdow. Um, All four active tag teams in the WWE right now. Uh-huh. Don't worry, Brian. At Survivor Series, uh-huh. there's a fatal four-way tag match for the dag- for the tag team championships between all these teams, mm-hmm. between literally every tag team in the WWE. Yeah. That's all the tag teams. That's all of the tag teams on the main roster. I don't think there's another tag team. I, I mean, if there is, email us at gohomeshow at mega64.com and tell us what other fucking team is available. I would love to know. I would love to know what the other tag teams because, are. Because Wyatt's are broken up. That, yep. They were the only other outliers. Yep. That's it. That's all the tag teams. Uh, this whole match is teasing a Mizdow tag. Yes. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Despite the time and them doing it over and over and over again, I still love Damien Mizdow. Oh, oh me too. He, him coming in to just... Take a bump. Miz at one point gets uh, double hip tossed by Los Matadores and then rolls to the outside and they go, Ole! And then Mizdow runs into the ring and you think he's going to attack him, but he just does a flip, takes the bump, and rolls to the outside with the Miz. I, awesome. Awesome. Absolutely perfect. I love it. Yep. So the whole match is uh, teasing the Mizdow tag. Mm-hmm. Mizdow finally gets tagged in and then tagged right back out and he just goes, Okay. And that's it. Um, Unoso gets the hot tag. They're rolling. And then Stardust hits his finish. I think it's called like Cosmic Quake or some bullshit. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's all. The matches. Uh, the match is fast-paced at times, but most of the time it's like, oh, okay. So in this, this was the match, uh, another match at least, where uh, Cat's watching the TV. The Cat was watching the TV this match, yes. Um, at the end of the match, King makes some sort of joke. I think, like, they call out a joke that he makes. I don't even remember it, but apparently Cole and JBL gets it. If you guys remember the joke, again, email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Tell us what the fuck the joke was. I don't I don't remember what it was. He, I do remember them making fun of him, but I don't remember what it was. He tries to throw in some sort of king joke. I did not get it. Cool. Neat. Hell yeah. Uh, next, we have the contract signing, Brian. This is the, the main event of Raw. Yeah. What happened to Triple H here? What do you mean? He was like... It's like he couldn't fucking talk. Yeah, it really was kind of weird. It was, he tried to like sell it as like, oh, I'm getting emotional. Yeah. But it, to me, I, I don't know if anybody else saw this. I know you probably felt the same way. Uh-huh. It was like, hey, I fucked up, but now I have to try to recover. Yep, it really felt that. It was like kind of weird to watch. I didn't really like it. Yeah, he got like teary eyed, and I think that was like a good way to go with it uh-huh. because it kind of humanizes the authority. Yep. But then it was just like, yeah, but I kind of see through that you just fucked up. Yep. It was strange. It was it was kind of a really strange promo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, John Cena comes out. John Cena plays the crowd, and he picks like four children to be on his team. Mm-hmm. So is John Cena and four children versus the Authority? I that's all I want. I wish he would have signed the contract right then. I mean, hey, you four kids, <laughs> let's fucking. I want to see them all get a big boot by uh, by Luke Harper. I want I want to see the smallest child get the world's longest <laughs> slam through a fucking table. I want to see one kid get stepped on on his back and get the accolade. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Cena says, "Hey, y'all, you're gonna clean toilets because uh, you're because you suck, and we want you out of power." And then Stephanie slaps him. Well, but she fucked it up. 
Yeah, it was kind of. She weird. like slapped him across the eye because at the end of the night, his like it was all his yep. like orbital bone was all like swollen yep, and it shit. Was. Yep. It was bad. Oops, she's probably wearing a ring. Yeah. Uh, so now Cena, who's gonna be on your team? Dolph Ziggler comes out. Ooh, we got Ziggler. <gasps> Big Show comes out. We got Big Show. But who else? Cesaro. You jumped the gun, you fucking retard. Uh-uh. You fucking grumpy cat. Uh-uh. You goddamn fucking angry cat. Damn it. You fucking flappy cat. Flappy bird. Um, Eric Rowan comes out. That's right. To a huge ovation. The response of Luke Harper uh-huh. was great. Uh, he was just like wide-eyed, crazy, mm-hmm. like shocked. I don't understand why Eric Rowan is on this team because earlier he stole a stuffed animal uh-huh. from Ms. Dow. Which he didn't bring to the ring. Like, why didn't you bring it? So I don't really get it. He turned face, I guess. Um, I, I hope that this is all a weird collusion thing. Me too. Where Bray Wyatt is still in charge of those two. Yeah. And they turn on the authority, like authorities team and John Cena's team, and start cleaning house. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. I would really, really like that. Yeah. Um, whatever. Eric Rowan has joined the team whatever cool neat uh we Seamus is out so we'll get upside down Seamus in <laughs> Cesaro comes out he's the fifth man yeah and then he laughs and goes over to the authority that was awesome and then leaves he tweeted later hashtag stay neutral <laughs> which I thought was so good that was great that was great so to uh end two weeks of uh Ross and Rachel will he won't he uh right Brian laughed at that I'm very happy uh Ryback comes out and is the fifth member of the team you got on the team there's a surprise uh what a surprise they all brawl uh Triple H and Ryback have a standoff that was fucking sick fucking cool uh Triple H is going to pedigree John Cena? Yeah. Is that what happened? I think, and I then, think he was and trying then, to. And then Ryback is like, no way. I'm going to stop you. I'm hungry. And then, and then they face off, and then uh, John Cena AAs Triple H through a table while Stephanie screams no. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, guys. Flappy Cat Raw. Mm-hmm. Brian, what would you think of Flappy Cat Raw? I thought it that was... That was the go-home show. That was the go-home that show. That was the go-home show for Survivor Series. If you don't know, it was the go-home show. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I did not mean to rhyme right then. Um, there was a little promo through, uh, in the middle of that, in the middle of Raw this week that, uh, made me really think, um, it was for WrestleMania 31, uh-huh. which is in Levi Stadium, correct? which is the home of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh-huh. And the one thought that popped in my head was, and if you don't know, if you are one of our two international listeners, mm-hmm. um, thank you both this, this past year, uh, Hunter Pence of the San Francisco Giants uh-huh. baseball team was doing the whole yes thing. Daniel Bryan was in the parade after the Giants won. Which made me think, mm-hmm. was Vince McMahon, because he's honestly a genius when it comes to marketing, did Vince McMahon go, hey, I'll pay you to do the oh, yes even, movement Didn't even think about it in San Francisco did, to generate buzz did, for this? Did not occur to me. Like, um, that's all I could think. Excellent point. Ex- really? Excellent point. Because, I mean, that that to me is the same as getting Cindy Lauper... Or, yeah. you know... No, no, you're, you're right. Because in San Francisco, it's going to be huge. That stadium's brand new, so they're looking for events there. And then having your championship right fielder or whatever come out and do the yes thing, and then the wrestler who does it is there also, and yeah. is tweeting about it, and has an Instagram about it, and everything like that. Smart. I didn't even think about it. You're right. I, I have a feeling that it was. And if it yep. wasn't, man, yep. good luck. Yep. Hey, Brian? Yeah. Survivor Series this Sunday? Yeah. You ready to make some Survivor Series picks? Yes. Okay, here we go. Guys, email us. Go home show at mega64.com or tweet at us uh, at go home show. Let us know your Survivor Series picks. We're going to go through the card right now. Uh, there are five n- matches announced. <laughs> All right. Match one. Oh, I'm sure Adam Rose and the Bunny will be there somehow, but yeah. match one. Uh, this was announced today on WWE.com and then on main event. I watched main event oh, cool. before I came over. Uh, it's a traditional Survivor Series matchup oh. with Divas. Uh, Alicia Fox, Emma, Naomi, and Natalia. Ooh. Versus Paige Cameron, Layla, and Summer Rae. Okay. Who wins? Uh, I'm going to say Paige, Layla, Cameron, I, and Summer Rae. I, I agree. 
I think that Emma will be the first elim- no, you know what? I think Summer will be the first eliminated mm-hmm. on the first on the first team and Emma will be the first eliminated on the other team. That's going to be my guess. I agree. Okay. Uh, match number 2. Uh, Dusty Rhodes versus the Usos versus Los Matadores versus Miz and Mizdow for Fatal 4-Way uh, WWE Tag Team Championship. Who is your winner there? I think it's going to be Dusty Rhodes retains. I I agree. The only other thing I could see them doing is giving it to Miz and Mizdow and then having that sort of like tease to a breakup yeah exactly later on uh, down uh, the road eventually yeah, yeah. and that, uh it, it turns mizdow face and mm-hmm. becomes its own thing and everything I, I think it's going to be that scenario or it's going to be an earlier tease to a breakup because mizdow like is pissed that miz got pinned yep yeah there you go um Oh yeah, that'll be funny. Miz Miz will probably get mad at Mizdow because Mizdow will probably get to. There'll be some goofy spot where they both get pinned or something. Yeah, or or it'll be the other way around. Like I really yeah. think it's going to be Miz gets pinned and Mizdow gets upset. I don't think they'll do that yet. You, He's, yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't shown any dissension. They're very heavy handed with teasing, and mm-hmm. they haven't teased any of that yet. Good point. Um, Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt singles match. First of all, when did they announce this match? Because uh, I don't remember week, them announcing like, it. Like a week ago. Okay, then I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, I really don't know either way. If I had to pick, I'm going to assume that Dean Ambrose wins. I think there's no way there's a clean finish in this match. Yeah. I just don't know how it's going to go. Um, I think it'll just go to like a no contest. Bray Wyatt will probably hit Dean Ambrose with a chair. I would think something like that. Or there'll be some kind of like count out. Um, I just don't see one guy losing here. It, it, and here's why I don't I don't get it. It's not going to end the feud. This is just a carry feud to get you get Dean Ambrose through to when Rollins gets the title. Well, the next the next pay per view is TLC. Oh yeah. So there'll probably be some kind of tables, ladders, and chairs match. I mean, with like a bunch of people or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm not really sure, but I I don't think there will be a clean finish. I think Ambrose will win via disqualification. I I agree. There there's not going to be a clean finish. This is Bray Wyatt's first match back. And he's and they put so much effort into repackaging him that he exactly can't, he can't lose. Yep, and you can't have Dean Ambrose lose here either. I don't yeah. think so. There you go. AJ Lee against Nikki Bella. Uh, AJ's for, gonna win. Yeah, uh, and I would think there's some kind of uh, Brie involvement to um, help AJ win, and she's gonna like you know Nikki will be like help me win, and then Brie will like mess it up on purpose. Yeah, and AJ will win. Yeah. Uh, Team Cena, which is John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Big Show, Eric Rowan, and Ryback against Team Authority, which is Seth Rollins, Kane, Mark Henry, Rusev, and Luke Harper. Uh, the If the Authority wins, again, spoilers for SmackDown, if the Authority wins, Team Cena is fired. This is what I read. This is a rumor. This is a, uh, I only read like spoilers for SmackDown right before we started, so if this is wrong, I apologize. Yeah. But uh, from what I read, this was right. And... Um, if Team Authority loses, they are out of power. What happens? Uh, Team Authority is going to win. Okay. Because they are, there's no way they're not going to be in power. Uh-huh. I mean, no. Yeah, there's no way they're not, because you're not going to fire five people all at once. Uh-huh. And, and so they're going to win. It's not going to be clean, and it's going to be ugly at the end but I think you're going to see Kane lose first. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see, um, I think it's going to be like one of those things where, oh, yeah, oh, John Cena's teams, oh, they got the upper hand, but then they're going to lose like two people in a row. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to it's gonna be a comeback story. I What I would love to see happen is John Cena loses right, right off the bat. Wouldn't that be funny if he got pinned first? That would be amazing. No one would know what to do. That, that to me would be... If you want to write like a pay per view that makes me really excited, mm-hmm. John Cena loses right off the bat. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are yep. we gonna do now? Okay, here's what's going to happen. Right, someone, whoever, it's going to come down to John Cena having to overcome the odds. So it's like John Cena and one other guy on his team versus like three guys from the authorities team or whatever. And there's like a face off, and the one person is going to turn on John Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena's team is going to lose, and that person's going to, like, keep their job. Like, that, I think, is what's going to happen. Right. I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe Big Show? Big Show is a heel, I guess? I think it's going to be Rowan. Uh, I guess. It just doesn't really make sense. Like, why does he give a fuck about his job? He's nuts. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think one person will turn on John Cena's team, and, um, and... Join the authority to uh, have John Cena's team lose. 
That would be my guess. And then what? I mean, and then where do you go from there? So Ziggler is fired. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. They took the title off of him. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Actually. Yeah. Ziggler. These guys all need a break because you're not going to see Sheamus. I think for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus isn't on his team anyway. Yeah, but I mean, on top of that, you're yep. not going to see him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziggler is probably going to be gone for a while. He hasn't had a break in. I mean, since he got a concussion yep. two so years I, ago. I really don't yeah. know. Uh, also, all the titles are, are held by heels right now. I guess if AJ Lee's a heel, um, all the titles are held by heels. I guess she's not. She's one of those gray area characters, but it doesn't matter because they don't book the divas in any sort of logical way. There you go. So there you have it. So uh, let us know what you guys think is going to happen in this pay per view because uh, we're not really sure either. Yeah, we're kind of taking stabs in the dark, which it, is cool. That's it, fun. Especially, it, it's like it, I'm so worried because this is a like clusterfuck going into the pay per view. Uh-huh. But at the same time, so was WrestleMania. Yeah, and WrestleMania was honestly one of the best pay per views I'd seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And this is free. Yep. On the WWE Network. This is the So they have to pull out all the stops. Something, the, yeah. something big's gonna happen. Something big's gonna happen. So Stone Cold's gonna come back, win the WWE championship off Hell of Brock yeah. Lesnar, who's not even there. Yep. Uh, Rock's gonna come in and use the twenty four hour rule. You know He's he, gonna win the hardcore championship. He's gonna win the hardcore championship off of Stone Cold. Yep. Who you didn't know, but he's been holding it for holy shit, that's fucking the entire crazy. time. Wow. So dude. Glass wow. shatters. Nuts. <laughs> when you hear the glass, it's your ass. Uh, let's get to some emails. We never yep. get to some emails. Yes. Um Jimmy S. Right. Subject, Luke Harper. When I was 14, I saw Big Brody Lee, now Luke Harper, in a small gym 20 minutes from where I live, uh, wrestling for Pier 6. And last night, I saw him win the Intercontinental Championship, which was awesome. My question, have you ever had a moment like that, maybe with someone you saw at PWG or any other indie company who ended up becoming a big name in WWE? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel fucking Bryan. And CM Punk. Yep. Uh, And Sami Zayn, El Generico. Yeah. I mean, he's not there yet, but he will be because, yep. I mean, they are putting the time into into, into Sami Zayn. But, yep. like, when I found out that CM Punk was the face of the WWE. Crazy. I, I just thought, this, I watched you wrestle in a sweaty Jewish community center. I paid yep. $15 to go watch you wrestle. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan was gone for a long time? He'd been over in Europe and everything, and he was coming back to PWG. No one had seen him in, like, a really long time. Yeah. We didn't sit in our usual seats. We sat in, like camera side like we were in different seats than, yeah. than we usually were and he came out to final countdown had a big ass cloak a huge beard and a shaved head and yeah. everyone's like what the fuck is this he looked sick and it was like the dopest thing i'd ever seen and yeah. i just remember at that point i'm like this guy is like my favorite fucking dude yeah i always i always loved him because one his name's brian with a y so uh-huh. you know that's that's just me but i mean the way he wrestles is so fucking fun to watch mm-hmm. He puts it all out and like, yeah, especially this past year because with CM Punk, he was already established by the time that that uh, I came back into wrestling. But watching Daniel Bryan climb the ranks, mm-hmm. it, it seriously felt like watching like somebody who I knew as a friend mm-hmm. become like the face of the WWE. Right. And it was amazing. So for me, that that would be it. Hmm. Uh, watching El Generico, I didn't think there was any way that he would make it to the WWE because he is such a... He's like a skinny, lanky dude. I mean, he's packed on a lot of muscle. Yeah. He was a skinny, lanky dude who wore a mask, and you're just like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And he's making it. He's like the guy in NXT. He really is. They see so much in him. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Um, You know who I always really liked was, uh, who who we'd seen as the Havana Pitbulls? Yeah. Was uh, Asuka. Rocky, Rocky Romero. Romero uh, Lil Hoot. Producer who <laughs> uh, always loved him. I thought his in-ring style was incredible. Yeah. Uh, never got, I thought, a fair shake as like a singles guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always been a tag team guy. He was with uh, Ricky Reyes, who is in uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. That, that's Ricky Reyes. And uh, Rocky Romero was fucking, he, they were the Havana Pitbulls. They were awesome. I, I had such a good time watching them. Me too, yeah. Uh, and now he's, you know, he's over in New Japan for like making fucking moves. He's in a tag team with Alex Kozlov, yeah. the forever hooligans, which I fucking love. Yeah. Um, another guy who I think is really getting his due and, uh, hopefully you see around some more is Alex Shelley. He's yeah. been doing some big shit in, uh, in Japan too. I always liked him on mm-hmm. the Indies. Uh, he's been a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Who else did we see? Cesaro. D- yeah, you know what? Claudio was so fucking awesome to watch, and uh, I'm so glad that he's in WWE now. Mm-hmm. He is such a utility player. Like, you can put him anywhere, and he has great matches with anyone. It's it's a- awesome. Anyone. Anyone, 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 anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Guys who maybe didn't get quite a fair shake. Uh, Cole Cabana, I feel like, was a guy who I always really liked, who never really kind of made it. Yeah. Uh, Chris Daniels and Frankie Kazarian are like the fucking man. Like, those guys rule. And they'll never be in WWE, and that really sucks. I mean, Kazarian was for um, for like a cup of coffee, but yeah, like <laughs> we watched his dark match. In uh, yeah, I, I love watching Frankie Kazarian on Velocity. Put Velocity up on the oh, fucking right. WWE Network. I would Seriously, love to watch those. we say this like every other week. Put these one hour like little segment shows yep. up. We'll we'll fucking wa- watch, watch them with the, the go watch, home show. Watch the shit. I'd watch the shit out of Velocity now. They're fun. Yeah. Put up Shotgun Saturday Night. Fuck, Fuck. you. I want to watch Jacked and Metal. Go to hell. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, PWG, we saw it at the right time. It was that indie revival, and I feel like we're in the middle of a uh, an indie revival right now. Yeah. Um, you see Kyle O'Reilly and, and Bobby Fish as uh, Red Dragon, and and you see the Young Bucks. Uh, like tag team wrestling is like the shit right now. The uh, Briscoe Brothers and Uha Nation. Dude, Uha Nation's a monster. That guy's Fuck. a beast. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Brian Cage. ACH. Dude, it like so much fun to watch. Yeah. So much fun. PWG is just putting on like the best shit and like you just see the best wrestlers in the world and it's so much fun. I would love to see PWG bring Bullet Club over. They talked about that on on uh Talking Shop. Yeah. Like all those guys, they were just like, Who's your favorite promotion to work for? PWG. Uh, yeah, because first thing out of their mouth, PWG, PWG. PWG. They you they drop PWG's name about as much as they talk about New Japan. Yep. And and that, I think, comes from the culture that PWG has, mm-hmm. which if you guys at this point still aren't listening to Talk and Chop, I don't know why, but the culture that they have there is really just, let's fucking go out there and put on put on a fucking clinic. Let's, every show. Let's show. Every, every match could be the main event. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's just trying to one-up everyone, and it is just pure wrestling yeah. and go and have fun. Yeah, that, that's all it is. Yeah, go and, go and have a good time. That's what's making NXT such a fun fucking yep, program I, to watch. I agree. I definitely agree. So there you go. Uh, another. We'll get to two more emails uh, from Jonathan R. Yo, go home show. I've been a big fan for a while, and I thought I'd talk about the free pre-sale show, quote unquote, party at Levi Stadium. The WWE had this past weekend. Booker T, Daniel Bryan, Hogan, Bad News Barrett, Charlotte, Tyler Breeze, Corey Graves were all there, and wow. Holy shit, there were a ton of people. The line for autographs was so long, and the thing that sucked was I was in line for Booker T, and it took three or four hours to see him. As soon as we reached the point, Damn. they told us that they were closing in five minutes, but he was just a humble guy. I hate his stupid hair in a bun. What the fuck? <laughs> the event was cool. Hulk Hogan came out and gave the same yeah, brother, with Jimmy Hart. Fuck, they're old. <laughs> as soon as Hogan mentioned Oakland, I lost my shit uh, since he will never, ever say Oakland again in his life. <laughs> They had the 49er minor guy do a spin-a-rooney and everyone over the age of 20 booed. Oh, come on. Lots of boos for Book for the same reason. I honestly think Tyler lives his gimmick since every time I saw him on stage, he was just taking selfies and fuck, it was great. All in all, I'm so glad to be going to WrestleMania. It, it's been a dream of mine since I was a kid to see WWE, so finally get to do that uh, and see that in the Bay. That's fucking cool. That'll be cool. I I was thinking about like I mean it's so close to get up to San Francisco if mm-hmm. we could like try to go up there and do some sort of like go home show don't want to do it want to watch it at home and wanna, that's the thing want to get drunk at Brian's house and watch WrestleMania that, that, that's that's all yeah that's, because that's that's what we did this year I want to get blitzed and watch WrestleMania it, yeah that that's it that's all I want to do that that's all I think it'd be fun to just do that <laughs> yep uh this next this last email mm-hmm. is from uh Bill W. Uh, it's too obvious. Uh, B. Williamson. Uh, his name is Bill Williamson or Will Billiamson. You pick. <laughs> uh, subject is uh, Glory by Honor 13 recap. Oh, nice. Hey guys, finally had something I could email about. Went to Glory by when Glory by Honor was announced to take place in my hometown. I couldn't pass up the opportunity to see Ring of Honor live. Oh yeah. I hadn't been to a wrestling show since 2004, so my hype was definitely at maximum level. Damn. Maximum hype level. Like, like how we were for Grumpy Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-show, Jay Diesel against Shane Taylor. Some local guys opened up the show and got the crowd going. Crowd was hot for Shane Taylor. His crazy eyes weren't enough for Jay Diesel, who got the win. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus the Romantic Touch. Ooh. Tommaso Ciampa was fucking awesome. 
There were a lot of spots with Roses, including Ciampa dropping a few elbows on the Roses himself and scoring a pinfall victory over the Roses. He counted the pin himself. I don't think that counts. Uh, Ciampa wins, wins with Ring of Saturn. Uh, very fun and entertaining match. Four Corner Roll Survival versus uh, with Hanson, Moose, Mark Briscoe, and I can't fucking believe this guy still wrestles BJ Whitmer. Holy fucking shit. Who I, is that? BJ Whitmer is a guy that I watched in like 2003. I cannot believe BJ Whitmer still wrestles. Gangrel still he, wrestles. He like broke his neck. Mm. BJ Whitmer got like fucked up. He powerbombed Jimmy Jacobs off the top rope to the outside. It was Holy fucking shit. crazy. It was really cool. Go find that. Oh, fuck. Uh, there you go. Uh, so two of these guys with crazy beards, a guy named Moose and BJ Whitmer, BJ Whitmer with his dumb pink trunks. Entertaining match with these guys tagging in and out frequently. I haven't watched uh, ROH in a while, so I really had no idea who Hanson and Moose were. Hanson looked great for a big guy, gets the one with a spinning kick that looks sick. Frankie Kazarian versus Roderick Strong with his shitty little boots. Shitty little boots. <laughs> Pretty solid match with Roddy, hitting some really sick chops. Hearing those live were insane. Kazarian wins with an I'm Prettier. Uh, Red Dragon versus The Kingdom. Adam Cole has a has a uh, group in uh, ROH called The Kingdom. Oh, that's cool. Yep. That's a good name. So he has he has Mount Rushmore and PWG and The Kingdom in ROH. Really nice. like it. Uh, for the ROH tag titles. Uh, surprised to see some comedy spots during the match. Really good tag team match. Red Dragon wins with Chasing the Dragon, which is a fucking cool move. Mm-hmm. Big ass fucking kick into a brain buster. Fucking sick. Will Ferreira against Adam Page. This match, uh, this is the match to bring us back from intermission. Had no idea who these guys were. Uh, but they got the crowd back into it for our wins with a roll-up. I don't know. I don't know Adam Page. Me neither. Hmm. TV title versus The Streak was next. Uh, this was another solid match. The crowd really wanted to see Artie Evans win the title. Uh, let's see. Edie hits a spear, jackhammer, but it, was enough, it wasn't enough to put the champ away. Lethal wins after Moose comes down with and spears Artie. I guess that's a swerve. I don't know. That's what he wrote. I also don't know. Yeah, me neither. Adam Cole versus Chris Daniels. Entertaining match. Cole's a great heel. Beats Daniels with a J-Driller. Main event is ACH versus Jay Briscoe. Damn. Hometown crowd goes nuts for ACH. Felt like this match was relatively short, though. Wanted to see some more ACH dive spots, but they never happened. Briscoe wins with a J-Driller and puts ACH over afterwards. Good show. I wish I could see R- could have seen ROH live sooner. I will definitely be coming back next time it returns. Damn. That's pretty There cool. you have it. Brian. Yes. We did it. We did it. We didn't even mention how Jim Cornette is going to kill this cat, grumpy cat, oh and God. string it up for a new tennis racket. Did he really say that? No. Oh. But that's, remember when he was going to, the tennis rackets? Uh-huh. Brian, that's a callback bit. Oh, yeah. We did another, there was an episode where we talked about Jim Cornette's tennis rackets. Yeah. were made out of cat guts. That's right. Shit. Remember that? No. Do you want to take two on that? Yeah. Brian, we didn't even have to talk about how Jim Cornette is going to kill uh, Angry Cat and use its guts to string his new tennis rackets. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have to bring that down there. <laughs> <laughs> that way, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Leave both of those in because fuck me. Hey, Ryan, uh, yeah. you, you cheers me for that. Uh-huh, yeah, my drink's been done. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we did it. Episode 36 of the Go Home Show titled Flappy Cat. Uh, it's done. You guys can email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at gohomeshow. Uh, Tumblr is gohomeshow.tumblr.com. Facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, of course. Brian, episode 36 is wrapped. Survivor Series just around the corner. Is there anything you want to say to these folks? I'm going to say that, you know, we were at second. Somebody upped bat, hit a double, and we got to go home.